Unlicensed cannabis dispensaries have been a target for the state. A lot of these operations thought they'd be able to sell legally by now. This is Paula Collins, a lawyer for several of these businesses. She helps clients when they receive consequences from the state. When I'm talking to somebody who has just been raided, they're like, can you please get me a license? Like, can we stop this nonsense? I'll pay my taxes. There are things keeping these dispensaries from getting a license. A lawsuit against the Cannabis Control Board placed an injunction on license approvals. This held back almost 500 licenses. In addition, the Office of Cannabis Management halted hearings for raided dispensaries. This delays the state's efforts further to control this industry. I could see why the city would think, oh yeah, we'll just kind of cruise around and occasionally crash into one of these shops and hit them up with a bunch of papers and within months the problem will be done with. Well, that would work if we had 1,500, but we've got closer to, you know, 9,600. We weren't able to speak with an unlicensed dispensary, but licensed dispensaries want to see more cannabis shops sell legally. Mike Conway, VP of Retail at the Union Square Travel Agency, a cannabis store, says the licenses let consumers know that stores are meeting state standards. I think it's really important to hold the unlicensed dispensaries accountable uh, and to uh, do something to protect the consumer base uh, from illegal dispensaries and potentially consuming uh, illegal cannabis. We know that our customer base um, is not aware of what is a licensed dispensary and what's not. Roland Connor, CEO and founder of Smack Village LLC, also doesn't think the average buyer knows which shops are legal and which aren't. His store is located in Greenwich Village. In the area that I'm in, it's a lot of tourists. They're not from, you know, the, the, the area in which they're shopping. And so I don't think a lot of people can tell the difference between the two. With only seven licensed shops in the city, competition presents itself with both types of businesses selling the same product. Unlicensed shops also can take certain liberties that licensed ones can't. Right now we can't do indoor weed. That is one of the things that actually keeps the illegal markets relevant their ability to do indoor California weed. There's hope from licensed dispensaries that the state's crackdown efforts will work. According to Connor, some of the efforts used here were used in other states that have legalized the sale of cannabis. They, they went out to the landlords, and it's, it was something that worked in California, and it, I think it'll work here also. Collins, however, doesn't think the letters to landlords will be effective here. I know that after each phase, after each thing happens, every time there's a headline that says we're going to enforce more, we're going to crack down, you look it up and you, you look around the neighborhood and somebody else open. Somebody who's raided will get raided in the morning and they're open in the afternoon. According to Mar Fitzgerald, chair of cannabis licensing, shops aren't receiving criminal penalties for selling. They continue on with business, putting more money in landlords' pockets. New York listed the injunction on license approvals a couple of weeks ago. Pending licenses can take steps forward. Opening up these businesses is a step towards regulating the cannabis industry. Chinanya Onike, Uptown Radio.